Good morning from the newsroom of the Financial Times. Today is Tuesday, October 22nd, and this is your FT News Briefing. SoftBank makes a proposal to take control of WeWork, and Israel's prime minister is giving up on building a governing coalition. Plus, the FT's pharmaceutical and biotech reporter Hannah Kushler unpacks a proposal for a $48 billion settlement related to the opioid crisis. But before we get started, Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau looks set to hold on to power late on Monday, with Canadian media projecting a minority government for the leader. I'm Mark Filipino, and here's the news you need to start your day. As recently as a few months ago, WeWork was pitching itself as a $47 billion company. Now its board is considering a rescue package that values the shared office space provider at less than a fifth of that. And it would mean a considerable change for co-founder Adam Newman. The FT's Andrew Edgecliff-Johnson has more on the proposal. It would value WeWork at only $8 billion as equity. And most interestingly of all, it would take control away from Adam Newman, this charismatic, self-professed, visionary co-founder who, until a few weeks ago, was looking at being this billionaire uh, star of the public markets. He is now, we're told under the SoftBank proposal, looking at ending up with less than 10% of this company. That's, that's incredible. What's next then for WeWork? We're still waiting to hear whether the WeWork board is going to go for this proposal. And there is a rival proposal that has been worked on over the last several weeks by JP Morgan, WeWork's bankers. Now, this was the bank that was going to take WeWork public. They fought to get what's called the lead left position on the IPO filing. That means the the sort of top of the list of bankers who are scrambling to underwrite a big public offering like WeWork's. Suddenly, they're scrambling for something very different, which is to raise $5 billion-ish in debt. Now, JP Morgan has been out there talking to lenders about a debt package which would cost an awful lot of money, about 15% coupon on some of these loans that we're talking about. But WeWork has been considering both of them, and there are elements of the JP Morgan package that they might prefer and might retain the existing founder's control, for example. Now, sources have told the FT that Mr. Newman could make $200 million to cede his outside voting power and chairmanship of the company, even still edge. This is quite a turn, isn't it? Yes. I mean, first of all, the fall in the valuation of his equity, the fall in status. Now, he'd already given up his CEO's role about a month ago. He'd been forced to step back to just a chairman's position, non-executive position. On Monday, we heard he would actually lose the chairman's role to Marcelo Claw, a SoftBank executive who also runs Sprint, the mobile company which SoftBank controls. So he's lost much of his fortune, although he'd taken $700 million out of the company in various ways before the IPO was even going through. He's lost his positions on the board as chairman and chief executive. He's lost his voting control over his company. But it's more than that. This company was very much built in Adam Newman's image. Now the challenge, whether it's for SoftBank or for a JP Morgan-backed executive team without Adam Newman pulling the strings, is to reinvent WeWork in a different way. Benjamin Netanyahu has abandoned efforts to form a governing coalition in Israel. Now he's clearing the path to let someone else give it a try. The Israeli Prime Minister took to Facebook on Monday, saying that he would return his mandate to form a government to President Reuven Rivlin. 
Mr. Rivlin is expected to ask Benny Gantz to try and find 61 members of the Knesset to back his own bid for the premiership. Israel has already held two elections this year, and Mr. Netanyahu has failed to build a governing coalition after each one. Mr. Netanyahu has insisted that Mr. Gantz join him in a rotating premiership, but Mr. Gantz refused to do so while Mr. Netanyahu awaits an indictment on corruption charges. Once he formally receives the baton, Mr. Gantz has 28 days to try and form his own coalition. The parliamentary math shows he'll need support from both Arab and right-wing MPs. If he can't make it work, Israelis would likely face an unprecedented third election. IBM says that Google might be overflexing when it comes to quantum supremacy claims. Researchers at IBM published a paper on Monday. In it, they said that Google had overstated a claim that its systems could far surpass even the world's most powerful supercomputer. Google made this claim in an unpublished research paper that the FT was the first to disclose last month. Google said its quantum system took three minutes and 20 seconds to carry out a complex calculation that would take the U.S. Department of Energy's summit supercomputer 10,000 years to complete. The two tech groups have been locked in a race to make quantum computing a reality. And the IBM researchers said that using their own methods, they'd be able to program a supercomputer to do the complex calculation in just two and a half days. A potential settlement in the U.S. opioid crisis was laid out on Monday, and it could end thousands of lawsuits. The FT's Hannah Kushler explains what needs to happen in order for it to go ahead. It was a busy Monday for the opioid crisis litigation. Yesterday afternoon, we had four attorney generals come out and say that they had got together a proposal with the drug makers and distributors that could form the basis of a settlement. It's a $48 billion proposal, some in cash, some in kind. And the companies that have agreed it are Teva, J&J, and the distributors, which are McKesson, Cardinal Health, and Amerisource Bergen. So they all got together this deal, but now the big challenge is that they have to convince all the other thousands of plaintiffs who want money for the costs of the opioid crisis from these companies to agree to it. Now, this is different than what happened earlier in the day in opioid news. What happened there? So different but related. So earlier in the day on Monday, um, quite early on in the morning, just before a court case was about to start, this would have been the first ever federal court case in the opioid crisis litigation, was about to start in Ohio. Defendants there got together and came up with a deal. That was a $260 million deal, but that's only for two counties in Ohio. They settled that so that it wouldn't go to trial. And they're connected because the attorney generals say that that was what was really holding up the negotiations was the fact that this trial was just about to happen. So they kind of paid off those two cases and then, you know, sat down to business. You can read more on all of these stories at FT.com. Today, UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson will try to get his Brexit plan through the House of Commons. MPs had a first chance to read the complex withdrawal legislation last night. This has been your daily FT News Briefing. Make sure you check back tomorrow for the latest business news. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. 
Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has experienced teams who can craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex. Real wealth requires real solutions. Connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's Corient.com. Hi, this is Matt and Sean from Two Black Guys with good credit. If you own or operate a business, whether it's a local operation or a global corporation, partnering with Bank of America could be your smartest move. By teaming with Bank of America, you'll enjoy exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Position your business to capitalize on opportunity in a moment's notice. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America, N.A., copyright 2024.